Warning. The podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast, presented by RMJ Media. Welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. This week we're sitting down to discuss 2014's As Above, So Below. This is your host Ryan, joined as always Seth. Howdy y'all. Roxy. Hello. First time guest, B. Thank you, thank you. And welcome back, Jesse. Hello. Now Seth, is there anything you want to announce? Uh, today is Roxy's 18th birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And this is a movie that you picked. Yes, it was. Was the, is this the first or second? I know you've at least seen it one time before. Was that the first time you saw it though? When you just recently watched it? Yeah. Okay. So this is my second time watching it. Okay. Um, so with that said, let's do like we always do. Start off by going around the room. What we see and what we do. Trailers, what we want to see, what we don't want to see. Seth? Um, my list is going to be short because the other half of mine <laughs> is going to be on some of Roxy's list, and I don't want to announce. That's um, fair. That's you know fair. That. So, you gave me a heads up yesterday. Um, so let's see here. Watch Terminator, the first one, just straight up the Terminator. And I hadn't seen that in quite a long time and loved it. <laughs> it's always a good movie. It really is. Um Let's see here. Following that up, I got down on um, Jumanji, just the uh, the one with Robin Williams, not the newer ones. I don't consider yeah. that. I yeah. pretend okay. those there's only, only ones one don't Jumanji exist. man. Okay. Thank you. All right, sweet. I feel like there's one return of, and that's the Jedi, not the King. Um, I forgot they even made another one. Yeah. I don't acknowledge his existence. Fuck and uh, South Park. I think I'm caught up on that. Um, caught up on Last of Us. I can't really think of anything else. I know I was watching shit. I just didn't write it down. I should have. <laughs> but I, you know, I was getting down to some things. Um, I did watch some trailers though, and there were some pretty intriguing ones. And I don't write down the fucking names of those either. But the trail, all the trailers I did see, for the most part, I want to say at least like eighty percent of them were like relatively like intriguing. Like, oh, okay. Okay. I could. I. I'm kind of want to see where this goes you know what i mean Fair. so that's hopeful because i haven't seen any because i was watching i was going on youtubing trailers like every day for like a week or two straight okay and then you can only watch the same one so many fucking times uh, yeah i get that one yeah now some time has passed and now there's some new juicy ones around and you're like oh yeah what's coming out <laughs> i didn't write it down but <laughs> y'all there's some good shit coming out <laughs> yeah that's where i'm at jesse uh i saw a uh, dude where's my car I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's on Hulu. All right. 
it's actually kind of good in its own ways. It's stupid. <laughs> it's fucking retarded, but there's some good jokes in yeah. it. Dude, a llama. Like, that made me laugh so fucking hard when I was the ostrich. Well, dude, there's that one scene where, like, the dude's hanging out with the porn stars are in their car next to him. And, like, they're sitting there, like, he starts making out with the chick next to him. So they fucking start making out with each other. Like, yeah. that's such a golden fucking line. <laughs> 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 like, Austin Kutcher and that dude from uh, American Pie just fucking kissing on <laughs> camera. It's, uh, what's his ass? It's Scott? Something. Scott, Scott, Sean Williams, yeah, Scott. Sean Williams. Yeah, my friend went to high school with him. But he's a wild dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, besides that, just still reading that Stephen King book. So I'm like almost done. It's it's a fucking crazy book, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like he he just rescued this dude from getting shot up from. New York and then they transfer back into this other realm and the door closes so now they've entered into the mind of somebody else and now they've dragged her into this other world and they're just like it's crazy because they're all from different timelines okay whoa and they're going they're trying to find like the tower which I'm guessing is like the center of existence or some shit and they're just fucking like jumping through realms it's <laughs> that sounds badass though it is yeah, such I mean, a wild is that a movie that's the Dark Tower series that he's been reading. Okay, and they did, I thought, turn those recently yeah, into films. Yeah, Netflix. Oh, they turned, or they turned it into one movie, and it, I did read up on what you were talking about. Mike Flanagan is making a TV series with Netflix. Nice. Which I think will be good, because Mike Flanagan is the one who did Doctor Sleep, the, the movie. Oh, okay, I bet you. Oh, nice. I like Doctor Sleep, the movie. So I think it'll actually turn out pretty decent. <clears throat> uh, B, have you been watching anything? Oh, I just recently just watched... Uh, Boys in the Hood. I fucking love. I watch that movie at least three times a year. I love that movie. I also recently just watched uh, Friday. Mm. Okay. And then I also recently just watched uh, Seven Pounds with uh, Will Smith. Yeah. If you like Boys in the Hood, I highly recommend checking out uh, some of Singleton uh, other films, uh, Higher Learning and Four Brothers. It's kind of in the same vein as Boys in the Hood. They're good, though. I, I see four brothers yeah. with uh, Marky Mark. Yeah, all the time. I, <laughs> that's my I, only issue with that movie is fucking Marky. <laughs> I, I love Mark. Mark. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, I, I, I just hear that him as trying to be a rapper back in the early '90s, so I have no respect for the man. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, I like him too. Uh, a lot of the films that he's in, I think he's fucking pretty good. He's he's enjoyable. He's a right? good actor, but yeah. I'll never get Marky Mark out of my fucking head. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> You know, there's therapy for that. <laughs> yeah, nine millimeter. <laughs> Shock therapy. <laughs> Shot therapy. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> that pretty much all you've been watching? No, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Birthday girl? Um, so I've been on spring break, so I have a pretty big list, actually. <laughs> it's a fatty fucking list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched Hannibal. Okay. That was actually pretty good. Is that the first time you saw it? Yeah. Okay. I watched that at school. I watched, yeah, I watched that at school. And then I watched Seven. I, mm-hmm. That made me cry. I'm like sitting in the waiting room at therapy and I'm just crying a little bit. And I was just like, this is so sad. And it's always a meme of what's in the box. Yeah. What? And no, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, no. You know no. Exactly yeah, box. no, I know. There and is a cut of that movie where you see what's in the box, but they decided what. Leave it to the imagination. Yeah, I know. Um, but it was still good. That was really good. Um, and then I watched this, like, indie film called Smithereens. 
Smithereens. Smithereens. Okay. Um, it's about this girl who like wants to get out of New York to go into LA, but her whole entire travel of trying to get to LA is just like her not getting her way. So like not like she doesn't end up getting there. So she gets herself into trouble the whole entire time. I don't know. It was it was really good in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then I watched Fallen Angels, which was a Japanese film, and that was pretty interesting. I really liked the, um, like the filter on it. It was like a green tint to it a little bit, and then mm. like the lens was like a fish eye, but like it dragged the fish eye out. Okay. Um. That movie was all over the place. And the characters like had no names. It, okay. Or to me, I didn't catch any names <laughs> that I really like recognized or anything. But yeah, that was different. Um, Little Black Book, Brittany Murphy. Yeah. I can't watch any more of her films after watching it's hard that to documentary. Watch. Yeah. yeah. My heart is like torn. Like that was so hard for me to watch because it's just foreshadowing her whole entire life like it's just so sad it's like ugh. does it feel like a lot of her movies kind of foreshadow i mean her dying or like it's literally or like it's literally like girl <clears throat> look this is what real love is like or whatever you know or like mm-hmm. she says these things and it's like that reflects off of simon you know and it's just like ugh. yeah um and then i watched as above so below oh i've never seen it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um and then i watched carrie Okay. 1976. <laughs> oh, the OG one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was really good. It oh, wasn't yeah. scary. It was just no. g- bloody, right? Mm-hmm. It was a girl on her period. Like, that was literally <laughs> all it's about. Um, I watched Fantastic Planet. Okay. Which Dad had mentioned on a, a few podcasts ago. <laughs> and, yeah. That was something else. Yeah, it was fun, huh? It was really colorful. I That's love for sure. And the music, there mm. was so much music to it. But once you grasp the concept that all of those blue characters are gigantic compared to humans, right? And these little and humans these... are like their pets, and they treat them that way and shit. Okay. And, but I mean, again, I mean, when you compare, I mean, they're the humans are like this fucking big. You know, and they grow to so quickly. Mm-hmm. It, that is something that is weird. But yeah. yeah, and they're so entertained by them. And it's a French film. Yeah, like you I said. like how the eyes would change and fade and stuff like it's that. It's like it would all turn to red. The pupil would go mm-hmm. away. Yeah, that was, it was a really good one. And it was important for them to meditate and shit and then go up into the ethereal, like the ethereal kind of realm or like this meditative state. And like they that's how they did things. It uh, was so cool. They I would be into it. a bubble. They would like be in bubbles. Mm. Um, and then we watched, me and B watched Blair Witch 2016 because yeah. we didn't know there was others. That one was, o- <laughs> it was okay. It's not scary. Your dad and I talked about that one a little bit. My biggest complaint with that one over the original is they show you the fucking witch. Yeah. That's yeah. my That's biggest fucking complaint. It's ugly, you know? Or it's not like, obviously it's going to be ugly, but it's like, ew. Takes away from yeah. the thrill of the. That's what made the, the '99 one so fucking great. Is you don't see anything. Mm. Yeah, it's just a mystery. Yeah, oh, you hear things and then you just yeah. see the cast. Oh. You're just afraid of its presence. Oof, that's yeah. even worse. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. there's the fear something of the there, but you can't see it. Yeah, that's so much more terrifying. Than oh anything God, hands down. Um, 
Next is Hereditary. Me and B watched Hereditary. That was an interesting conversation last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was was really good, and the ending was just unexpected. I feel like. It took a turn with the ending. Yeah. Yeah. It was just. It was was shocking. I was jacked. I was so fucking proud to find out that he was a king from hell. That was the coolest fucking thing I'm still thing pissed out that when she's cutting, uh, mom's cutting her head off, yeah. that the body doesn't fucking drop. No, I agree. Like, show that, that shit. Yeah, we wanted to see it fall and then thud. You know what I mean? That was that would have been so much more yeah. um, satisfying. But I did like the fact that like when he's go- throwing himself out the window, you see her like in the fort, like l- in the background. Kind when he's going through the window, you do see something, but I'm like, come on, put it in the foreground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, give us something. Cut because even that. when Charlie gets her head knocked off, you don't even get to see yeah. that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like how that's in the very beginning. Yeah, like they uh, they make it out to like she's gonna be the lead character, and then off with her head. Yeah, right. She's in the uh, cover picture, right? You're yeah. like, okay, cool, mom and daughter. Let's yep. see. Listen um, to that podcast, by the way, because me and my mom have a blast watching oh, that movie. I could it's imagine. A, yeah. We, oh, that was. Went off the rails conversation. We, <laughs> we said some shit, and it was fun. I had so much fun. We got his his mom yelling at us. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were being blasphemous because <laughs> we went. To, we both went to Christ the King Catholic school, right? Yeah. So like, she's like, I cannot even believe you guys, you guys went to Catholic uh-huh. Christ the King. You shouldn't be talking like this. This is exactly why I'm talking yeah, like uh-huh. this. Oh man, I gotta listen to that one. Yeah, I did my time with Jesus, dude. We're cool. <laughs> like, yeah, we. Me, me, the cool thing is, is me and my mom can riff like. I get my darkness from her, right? And that's why it's so great is because she, I'll say something dark and she'll be like, really? But then she can one-up me and she'll be like, well, you know, and then she'll go and then I'll go. It's, sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you there, Roxy, but <laughs> no, you're all good. I'm just definitely promoting the last episode. Hereditary <laughs> was so sick. Um, and then we did watch Blair Witch 99. Nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, you can avoid the second one. Yeah, we... I'm gonna be real. The Blair Witch. I don't really care for it. We. <laughs> it was kind of a waste of four dollars yeah, to yeah. rent it. Oh wow! Um, really? Yeah. To be honest, I don't know. It's just. I don't Watch know. Watch it camping. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. My yeah. Dad okay. Made me. Yeah. No. Then that would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that room, obviously. And I've been camping so many times, you know. So I didn't. I guess I didn't pass yeah. through my head. But I'm also not looking for it. Witch, so. <laughs> it was pretty um, fucked up. And then I watched Split, or we watched Split. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was I. I saw so many trailers for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I once it like literally the trailer shows you the first few minutes of the film. Yeah. So literally, when it turned on, I go, "Oh, I know exactly what this is." Yeah. And then we went to more depth. I did end up falling asleep at the end, so. That's that. Yeah, she doesn't know the ending. <laughs> so I do need to finish it. Um, <laughs> um, I watched Spring Breakers. Okay. Because. What did you think of it? Oh, my God. Obviously, Harmony and his weird moments. Poor James Franco had to deep throat that gun for like a good right. two minutes. <laughs> oh, poor James Franco. And I can't believe Selena Gomez was only in it for like half of the film. And she was the, she was the like. Um, she was religious the, girl, yeah. right? So it's like, no, I want to see her in a bikini and a ski mask, you know? Like, yeah. it's Selena Gomez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Harmony, right? Yeah. He, like, made his dream party come true. Pretty much. Sure. <coughs> Pretty much. Um, And then we're watching Raising Hope. Okay. So that's... 
That one cracks me up. I love that one. You like that one, so. Oh, yeah. Because that's yeah. done by the fuckers that do My Name is Earl, right? Yeah, I believe I so, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried watching Sleepless in Seattle because my teacher told me to watch it, and it's just, no, that's not my... That's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, <laughs> do you want us to move that a little closer to you so you don't have to lead so forward? Would that be better for you? Maybe. Okay, just move it towards you. Just pull it towards you. This? Like, no, the, the actual... This? Yep, uh-huh. There we go. Is but that... it's like, does that affect me? No, it'll still pick up. Okay, no, okay. I think you're so that's right. fine. Okay. Um, then we watched Smile. That was that's a, pretty a weird creepy fucking one. movie. Yeah. There's some really cool visuals in it though. They did it. They did a good job. That, I think so. It was a really good. I like yeah. when the chick's standing outside the car window and the head just comes down oh, to the side. That, <laughs> no, I think I had my eyes closed for that. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. So well, I was like, everyone, because mm. they showed that damn shit in the trailer. Oh, oh, see, I don't remember. I don't think I. It pissed me off that they showed that in the trailer. The, they are doing that a lot more. I've yeah. been noticing. See, when I had social media, <laughs> I just. Wrong. I knew people were like, "Oh my god, don't go watch Smile. It's so scary." Blah 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 blah. And then it's not scary. It's, it's entertaining. Creepy. It is. It, is, it creepy. is creepy. But would you? Would it be scary to the normie? I guess. Uh, yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. I think it's just a different type of horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's oh, more, good point. Uh, it's more like psychological. It exactly. Takes a, it takes exactly. a happy thing into a twisted thing, right? So smile, right? You're smiling, and it turns into this creepy, yeah. eerie thing. Like, oh, no, never mind. That's a bad thing then. If oh, they like smile one at hour me. photo? Well, not like really. In a sense of, like for some reason, I, I got a lot of vibes of It Follows in this movie, if either of you have seen that one. No. no. Okay, then I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Just check that one out. It's an interesting watch. All right. Um, mm. And then we watched Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin. That came out in 21. Mm-hmm. Can you recap me on that? I can't really recap That's on that. <laughs> I don't I think really it was, yeah. It's not worth seeing then. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like almost every Paranormal Activity yeah, movie I've Yeah, well, ever I seen. think that's like one of my first ones I've seen. Um, and then I watched Uncut Gems, and I thought that was a really good film. Yeah, and not on, have you seen it? I haven't, yeah. I want to talk to you then. <laughs> That's a crazy fucking movie. I really like, do like Adam it. Adam Sandler is amazing in he that won, fucking movie. He won, right? Didn't he won a fucking He wasn't movie. even nominated for that movie. No, I've... but for writing or not not himself he, as it, an actor. But... No, he didn't write the movie at all. It's not a comedy. I know. It's an yeah. A24 movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. The same company that did Hereditary. I thought he wrote it, though. No. No, he just acted. Okay. I saw like a quarter of that movie. It's crazy. I mean, crazy. to be fair, most of the shit that you see Adam Sandler in is shit that he wrote himself. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I apologize that I didn't know that this was a one that he didn't fucking write and be a star in. So. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. I said I love this movie. That should include you in that he had nothing to do with the writing. <laughs> yeah, but it's so hard to keep track of all the shit you hate and the few things that you love. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Adam Sandler, he fucking doesn't enjoy it. Not anymore. Uh, yeah. Um, and then we watched Ted. That was my first time seeing Ted. I just had to watch it just because it's, it's an original, right? It's, it's always on Hulu. Like, you're scrolling through the movies yeah. and it's right there. I have to at least see it. Um, we watched Fall, which came out, what, like, last year? Uh, yeah. It's, 
That's it's a, a thriller, right? Yeah. So that's it's you. You're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen, right? That's yeah. I had my buddy uh, who works with us at the shop, Scotty, watch that movie. He finished, and I get a phone call saying that movie gave me fucking vertigo. Like the way it shot it, and especially if you saw it like on the big screen, that it the yeah, because they're really that high fucking up. When they're shooting that movie. Is it about like mountain climbing or something? No, no. it's like a... They climb an antenna. Yeah. A pole. Oh. Oh, The world's yeah. tallest pole. No, I, I think I'm getting a headache just fucking... I think I've Fuck seen the trailer that. for and that. And the entire movie takes place on this yeah, thing. Yeah, literally. <laughs> what a premise. <laughs> it's They do a decent job with it. No, yeah. Um, And then we watched Kiss the Girls. Okay. Which was... That was good. Samuel Jackson? Uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Ah, sorry. <laughs> my, my bad, Not sorry. all black people look alike, my, dude. That, that was an honest mistake. Let me take my hood off. I'm having a hard time seeing you guys. Then we watched ATM, which that was a strange. Yeah, it was a strange movie. With yeah, Josh Peck and mm. stuff. It's a it's mm. murder. ATM thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's like this ATM and this like guy standing outside of it and he's trying to get in. And like the whole entire time they're trying to figure out ways how to get out of it and stuff without the guy getting them. I don't know. It was just like all over the place, you know, <laughs> like, oh, great. An ATM at night is the worst thing you could ever do. <laughs> um, then we watched The Cabin in the Woods, which... I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's I did. a fun movie. That's the one yeah. where all the monsters. You get yeah, all, yeah. All yeah and how it's operated and stuff Fucking like that. Fucking love that movie. Yeah, if, it, Jesse, have you seen that one? Which one? Cabin in the Woods. Joss Whedon movie. It sounds familiar. It's got so Thor in it. Have. Yeah, it's got Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Probably no. Uh, it's it's fucking it's great. Good. It's, it's a good it's, horror it's comedy. It's so much fun. Yeah, it is. Cabin in the Woods. I probably have. Seen, I feel like I have. I just. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um. Then we watched Pet Cemetery. That was my first time watching it. Okay. Um, now was it the original? Eighty nine. Yeah. Okay. Good. Of course. <laughs> the new I, one's good though too. Yeah. It's just a little different. I like kind of going with OGs. Mm-hmm. If I know that it has an original. Um. It was. I really liked it, at least. Yeah, every time I watch it, when Gage gets hit by the truck, it still gets me every fucking time. Bro. <laughs> you gotta chuckle. <laughs> no, that's fucking heart wrenching, dude. <laughs> Dad, wow, that. Yeah, you just wow. Okay, well, now we know his soul. You're right. Wow, okay, um, so I just kind of separated myself from the. Rest anyways, of <laughs> he prefers Gage when he comes back from the pet cemetery. Yeah. Um, and then I watched No Men Beyond This Point, which okay. Okay, I'm trying to. Okay, how I'm explaining it, it's gonna sound weird, but like, literally, it's like the world is like vice versa. We're like, or not like vice versa, but like women are ruling the world in a way. And the woman's reproductive system has evolved to asexual, so it just reproduces on their own, but they have to have the thought of doing it to okay. reproduce on their own. Well, because of that, they're not producing any men into the world and any men that are in the world, they're in these like, these like areas where only men are in, but they get everything they want. It's like luxury and stuff like that. Um, 
And it's crazy, like, it starts out with, like, this lesbian couple or this, like, family, whatever. And they have a man as a maid, like, that's their maid. And that's his only way of not being in one of those, like, zoos. Okay. Um, And so he's there, and one of the, like, moms falls in love with him. And, like, at the end of the story, she's pregnant with his kid, and they change the world to where, like, men and women are back together and stuff. And he says, I pray it's not a girl. And she looks at him, and the movie ends. And you're like, oh, he just said the wrong thing. Mm. He is... Yeah, he just changed. He just changed their entire society, and then only just to come back at the very end and be like, "Hey, I didn't change." Yeah, <laughs> right. Sucker. And then I watched Run Lola Run. That's was, a fun movie. I didn't know it was a French film. Yeah, and now I have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. So that's it's, it's good. Baller, yeah. They did I like the multiple job. endings. Yeah, they did. They did a really good job. I love mm-hmm. her hair. That yeah. that red is yeah. a different type of red. Um, it definitely makes her look a lot different than she did in the born the born first two born films. If you ever saw those movies, oh no. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, we watched Julian Donkey Boy. Your yeah, dad was did. telling me that. Yeah. <sighs> yes. That's I a would, long movie. <sighs> it drags. It, it did. It was just like wow, it's never ending. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going. Yeah. <sighs> I loved it though. Um, then we watched Poltergeist. Me and Dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or no, me and Mm-mm. no, you and I. Yeah, J.K. Um, <laughs> that one was pretty good. Enjoyed yeah, it was it. a scary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the end scene with the pool, the bodies start rising from the grave. Mm-hmm. Memory. <laughs> Sorry, my memory is like. <laughs> well, there's a scene at the end of it where corpses start rising from the grave. That movie would not get made today because those were real human remains that they used. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. Oh man, that's fucking badass <laughs> that they were able to get a hold of that shit though. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, that adds a lot of creepiness to it. Didn't, no, that's one of those movies that's where... That's a cursed movie. Yeah, where the majority of the cast is dead. Well, the little girl, she died about five years after that movie. Oh, my there. God. And she died right before the third one hit theaters. Cause of what? Uh, she had some very bizarre disease that caused her to start swelling. So if you see the third one, her face looks puffy as fuck. Um, the girl that played the oldest sister... She was murdered by a stalking ex-boyfriend, and like ten other people associated with that movie died in very tragic, violent ways. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. This movie's got some demons to it. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we watched Barbarian, mm-hmm. which is that's an interesting movie. That was interesting. Wow, that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the like monster thing was like creepy but i can't believe we had an emotional moment with the <laughs> right. with it at the very end it's like okay um we watched x <laughs> <laughs> that was unexpected we didn't expect yeah. it to be what it was <laughs> i did not see that coming um, at all now I, you can see pearl yeah i do want to see pearl yeah. we were it was next you on have the to see yeah. x first you have to see that I, one first though <laughs> i need him to watch it but yeah and later this year, the third one comes out. Maxine. I watched um, The Dreamers. Oops, I'm so fucking... 
Did you have any idea what no, you were walking into going I, into that one? I You didn't watch that pray, one with your dad, did you? No. Okay, good. I <laughs> pray to I, everybody to not watch this film because, like, the most, the question that you have is not answered. And you're just like, <laughs> what am I watching? And, and you get answers to things you don't want to know the answer to. <laughs> and it's just like. Oh my God! I felt violated. I t- that's how I feel. I felt very violated. <laughs> yeah, it's violated. pretty, it's it's pretty extreme even knew, for an NC seventeen. I yeah, and that's the thing is, I knew it was NC seventeen, and I just kept seeing it on my HBO. It was just it kept popping up, and I was like, fine then, I'll watch it. And it's because this one French film I was trying to watch, it just wasn't getting me. So then I was like, mm. and I was watching the Dreamers, and then they showed a French film that I have seen and I was like, okay, baller is going to be about films for real. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. My sister made the same mistake. She blindly picked that up, bought it from Best Buy. Like, <laughs> You're not going to like the yeah, movie. <laughs> no. I, That's a one and done. Yeah, yeah. Never again. I respect it for the filmmaking side of it because it's a beautiful looking movie. But the story is fucked up. God, and I, the only reason why people like I Swear God is because Eva Green is naked. Through half of it? Literally. No, I don't. I just couldn't get the like the brother sister thing. No, I couldn't, and there was <laughs> yeah. no answer to that. Yeah, yeah there was no answer fan. to why they were so close like that, and it's it it sat in my mind like it ran through my mind for a few days, and I was like, just it's like, it's been forever Whoa. since. It, isn't there a scene in it where the three of them are all and sitting in a bathtub together? Yep, okay. and then like they're he's like. The American kids like show me your love, and she's like, "Okay, get out of the bath." And they like, she's like, starts trying to shave him down there, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, whoa!" It's such and a then weird yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, and the picture, and his <laughs> pants. No, that's the part that I feel yeah. so violated by, like so bad. <laughs> she yanks his underwear uh, off and finds the picture. Oh, uh, yeah, no, never again. I told my friend I was watching it and then I was like, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't. Um She found her for her first Serbian film. That's not Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely my first movie that I would not want to watch again. Um and then me and him watched Last Shift. Okay. That was really good. Um and then we watched Candyman. 21 version because we didn't know that there was an older mm-hmm. version. I think it came out in 90 or 91. Yeah. Like that. We didn't know that, so we're going to have to watch it. The new one's good. Um, it was produced by Jordan Peele. So. Um, Does it tie in from the old one? Yes. Okay. Like you can actually hear Tony Todd's voice who played the Candyman in the original movie and two of the sequels. So it does. It's not really a sequel as much as it is, or remake as much as it is a requel. So they remade it, but it still ties into the original storyline of the franchise. Okay. Cause, um, but what I liked about it was because um, the I don't know who he was, but he's in Euphoria and he was in it, and I okay. was like, oh, okay, I gotta watch this for sure because I like him. Yeah. Oh, the laundry mat dude. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a Rue's sponsor. Um, and then we watched we watched Do Not Reply. I don't think I've watched that one yet. Mm-mm. That one's pretty interesting. It- oh, yeah. Okay, now my memory's coming back. Yeah, the cheerleader. He, this, like, this guy, like, 
had a thing for his oh yeah he had a thing for his stepsister or his foster sister and she was a Mm. cheerleader and he ended up killing his mom because she babied her and then she killed herself right in front of him and then he just like started like getting these girls on right he he wanted his foster sister like like yeah like sexually Mm. okay he killed his mom so that they can be together so then his sister kills herself and then he just like loses his mind oh my god and he like captures Mm. these girls and they they're wearing cheerleading gear and um they like bleach their hair blonde to look like sadie and he's like your name is sadie now and they're all named sadie and uh he has like this like this like mask helmet thing that has cameras all over it and uh he like takes the girls down to the basement and like kills them and records it um but yeah it was actually they did a good job on it Mm -hmm. i would say like the house the inside the colors they did such a good job on the colors um but yeah and then i'm rewatching euphoria because <laughs> I will forever love Euphoria, but watching it this time after watching it a million times, Rue, like, I don't know why this never clicked in my head, but Rue goes, I know I'm not allowed to say this, but drugs are really cool. And I feel like that gives people, like, a, like oh, okay, drugs are cool, but then it, like, pans over to her ODing. Okay. But still, the fact that, like, a TV show tells you that drugs are cool... At least it like hurts my soul a little but bit. But is it the legit next scene of her? Yeah, being? yeah, okay, it's well. her on the floor. Okay. And it's her sister like bawling her eyes out, and the paramedics are like, "Get her a towel," and she's just in shock. Ooh. Yeah, I, I got, I got dibs on your record player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You made a choice. You were rolling that dice. Um, shit, so that's a fucking gnarly list. No shit. Yeah. But also, she hasn't been on it for a while, so she hasn't been able to spill the beans. True, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. So this week I got a really hodgepodge list of shit. I watched uh, Untraceable, if you've, anybody has seen that one. Mm. It was a, kind of a, she's an FBI agent, starts tracking down this person who's kidnapping people, doing live streams of them being tortured. The more people that log on and watch, the more views, the faster it kills them. I know what you're oh talking about. Oh my God. Great fucking movie. I've that seen is that movie. It's fucking amazing. I mean, the concept behind it is beautiful. Yeah. It's a great film. It's kind of Joker-ish. It <laughs> yeah. kind of feels like something the Joker would do. Yeah, and I, I just mean. love the way they shoot it. It The cinematography is amazing. It's got t- Tom Hanks' sons in it. Watched used cars. <laughs> Kurt Russell movie from about the early to mid eighties, shot in Mesa, downtown Mesa. Oh my God, no, I didn't know about this. Oh yeah, it's about uh, two twin brothers. One's evil, one's good, but they both own car lots right across the street from each other. <laughs> um, Sounds so fun. the older, or they're older, they're twins. The one in weak health ends up dying. But Kurt Russell, who works for him, ends up hiding the body and just says he's on vacation in Florida, so his brother can't get his hands on the lot. So, um, do you know where the Landmark Restaurant is? Used to be in in Mesa on Main Street. 
yeah. over by Laredo's. Yes. Mm-hmm. So a little bit further down, there was a car dealership, Darner's. Okay. That's where the movie, the entire movie took place, right there in downtown Mesa. Damn, that's like right down the street from here. Oh, yeah, when like they're doing a drag racing, you could see where the fucking Wilkie's uh, hardware and uh, car shop used to be. Damn. <laughs> see, that's bad. But it looks a lot different back then, back in the early 80s. Um, hilarious fucking movie, though. That's um, Went down a old school route, watched uh, The Brain That Wouldn't Die. Old black and white sci-fi horror movie. Um, watched the same one you watched, Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Uh, that one's great. Boris Karloff and uh, Jack Nicholson in The Terror. The Terror. Then I went on a last <laughs> last driving with Joe Bob Briggs trip. Watched his uh, coverage of Taurus Trap. And if you if you don't know what Joe Bob Briggs is or last drive-in... Back in the 80s, and he had another show in the 90s, it was called Monster Vision. He was a horror movie host. So he would put his redneck spin, make fun of the movies, give trivia about it like during the commercial breaks or before the commercial breaks. So on Shudder, they've asked him to come back, so he's doing the same thing. So except without commercial breaks, it's just Joe Bob breaks, so he'll cut in and just start making fun of the movie and shit. Like what? Because you started watching Taurus Trap last night, right? Yeah. So <laughs> we had he had talked about this on the podcast like a couple a couple ways back. Yeah. And he's like, "You've never seen Joe Bob Briggs." I was like, "Dude, I've never even fucking heard it." So he brought it over, and um, well, when we we were doing the podcast room or whatever, afterwards we sat down and watched it, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> this dude is like us. He riffs like us, and he thinks like us, and his it's cool because he's very quick with his little quips and like his little funny isms, and they, it just it just keeps going and it just flows you right off the tongue. You have three hot ass women <laughs> skinny dipping in a lake. And no You breasts. must deliver the grocery, sir, <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's vile, but he's very dry and he's yeah. very clean and very smooth with his vileness. It's fucking yeah, for it's, sure a oh, high recommend. It's hilarious. What was it called again? Uh, it's The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs. So, like, yeah, when they first brought him back, it was a 20... It, they showed it live on the Shutter Fuck. TV station. It was 24 hours straight that he was doing this shit. That's awesome. Um, but now they've just cut it up so you, you watch individual movies. So one movie will take you about two... Almost two and a half hours with all the banter back and forth throughout it. But um, it's worth the watch. So I watched that. His take on The Prowler. His take on 1988's Popcorn. Um, his take on Sleepaway Camp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine love, how that went. <laughs> yeah, I would love to actually watch that one. Um, then I watched, it was kind of, it's a found footage movies. The House is That October Built 1 and 2. It's pretty much a group goes on a uh, cross-country road trip trying to hit as many extreme haunts as they can. Trying to find, uh, and they're trying to track down this notorious one called the Blue Skeleton. and It's an interesting movie that doesn't go the way you think it's going to fucking go. Um, because it is now on VOD, I watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey again. All right. <laughs> nice. 
It gets better every time I watch it. So, so tell them the fucking Eeyore part that you told me. Oh, about. yeah. Um, when we missed. So when I went back and rewatched it, when Winnie the Pooh is whipping the shit out of, the, uh, out of Christopher Robin, that's Eeyore's tell that he's whipping him with. Fucking dark, <laughs> right, dude? Isn't that awesome? Oh, shit. I didn't notice it until I was watching it this last time. He was beating him with Eeyore's tail. Yep. Right on. <laughs> yeah. They are making a second one, yep. oh, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Um, and lastly, I watched, uh, saw John Wick 4. Yeah. And I highly recommend seeing it. Yeah. It lives up to all how the other ones were. <laughs> um, yeah. I, did you, mm, you watched them, right? The yeah. John Wicks? Yeah. Um, I love the John Wicks. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. That's such a, if like you want to high five yourself, like do a binge watch of fucking all those films and you will enjoy every moment of them. Oh, yeah. They're fast paced. I'll give, they're like, witty. I'll give them credit because it restored my faith in fucking Keanu Reeves. It's got I, a killer ass cast. So the dude that, you know, it's got um, Lo- uh, Lawrence Fishburne, right? Yeah. Um, it's got, uh, who's the dude that's like the guy that always meets with him, like his counselor guy or whatever. Um, the guy that runs the Continental? Yeah. Uh, Ian McShane. That dude is so fucking badass in it. Um, I don't know. The whole cast is just brutal, and the story is just very fast. And just, I mean, Oh, yeah. I love the fast-paced editing. The music's sick. All the and I like the fact that in a movie, an action movie, they actually have to reload guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like the cut scenes that are in between all of the intense action are extremely just in, enjoyable. Like you, it just tells the story so well. I don't really feel like there's too much shit that you could have done without. It's, it's fucking badass. It's a thrill ride from start to finish. Yeah. Back uh, to back. Do it. So you want to listen to the trailer and get into talking about as above, so below? Yeah, we could, uh, we could do that. Let's all dive right. in. All right, here we go. Trailer time. My name is Scarlett Marlowe, and I'm a student in urban archaeology. 370 feet beneath this point is a hidden chamber that might contain a critical missing piece of our history. How are we supposed to get down there? Catacombs. There are 200 miles of tunnels right underneath our feet. They're holding the remains of six million corpses. Stop. This is the empire of the dead. These are human bones. We go through here. Let's do it. Keep it slow and steady, yeah? I think I'm stuck. Just breathe with me, please. It's okay. What was that? We can't go back. We should just keep moving. Tell me we didn't just go in a circle. It's exactly the same. No, everything's upside down. What happened to the entrance? Wait, there's something here. Oh my god. What the hell is this? When I was a kid, we had a piano that looked exactly like this. I used to play it all the time. The A4 key was messed up. 
read that? According to mythology, that's the inscription over the gates of hell. And they shall be made to crawl on their bellies and enter the kingdom of darkness. Did she hear that? Scarlet Marlowe is a young scholar continuing her dead father's search for the Philosopher's Stone, a legendary alchemical substance discovered by Nicholas Flamel. The stone is capable of turning base metals into gold gold or silver and granting eternal life. Scarlet finds the Rose Key artifact in the cave slated for demolition, but after she sees a vision of a hanged man, the demolition begins and she narrowly escapes with her life. Scarlet travels to Paris, where she enlists her former lover George and her cameraman Benji. Using codes from the key, they solve the riddle to Flamel's headstone and get coordinates pointing to the catacombs of Paris. Scarlet tries to reach the location on an official tour, but it is off-limits. A stranger then tells them to find a guy called Papillon will help them find they'll help them find a path nearby. Scarlet enlists Papillon, his girlfriend Suxi, and their, his friend Zed. Papillon takes the group to a group to an off-limits entrance. George initially refuses to enter, but when a policeman confronts them, the group escape into the caves. They encounter singing female cultists, including a woman that they saw prior at the party when they met Papillon. As the group crawls through a narrow tunnel, it collapses, trapping them and forcing them onward. The group finds a blocked tunnel, but Papillon explains people go through that tunnel, disappear. They had a friend, Latoupe, a.k.a. the Mole, is among the missing inside that tunnel. He tries to take a different path, but the group somehow loops back to the block tunnel, and they decide to break through it. Inside, the group encounters Latrup and tells them going, uh, going further down is the only way out. They eventually find a tomb with a preserved Templar Knight, a mound of treasure, and the Flamel Stone. After they take the stone, attempting to take the treasure triggers a trap and collapses the room. Uh, their friend seems lost under the rubble. Using the Philosopher's Stone, Scarlet magically heals a wound on Suxi's arm. They find a drawing of a door on the ceiling along with an agnostic Star of David symbolizing as above, so below, which reveals a hidden opening in the floor. Going through, they find a tunnel marked with the phrase, Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. On the other side of the tunnel, the group finds an upside-down reflection of the room they had just left, where somehow the troop is raiding. He kills Suxi and disappears. Deeper in, the cultist from the party pushes Benji to his death. 
Papillon is then sucked into a burning car with an apparition of the man that we saw earlier saying you need to seek out Papillon. <laughs> the car implodes and buries Papillon in the floor. Scarlet, George, and Zed move on and see apparitions of terrifying spirits and demons. Statues on the wall then come to life and one rips open George's throat. Scarlet tries to heal the wound with the Philosopher's Stone but cannot. She realizes what she has is a false stone and she realizes she must return it to its original place to find the real stone in Hill George. Scarlet races back finding the terrain is now flooded with blood and covered in biting faces. When she returns the stone, she sees a mirror and realizes that the true power of the Philosopher's Stone is within her. As she returns to George and Zed, she sees a same hanged man that she saw in Iran and recognizes him as her father. She apologizes for annoying his phone call shortly before he committed suicide and her father vanishes. Scarlet then returns to George, healing him with a kiss. Chased by demons, the three survivors are cornered in front of a dark hole. Scarlet explains that they must jump in and confess their past sins to escape alive. George confesses that he failed to save his brother from drowning, and Zed confesses that he is refusing to claim his own child. They jump in the hole and miraculously survive. They find a manhole at the bottom of the hole, which delivers them right side up to the streets of Paris. Scarlet and George hold each other while Zed walks away as if nothing happened. In an ending log, Scarlet says she has never sought treasure, only the truth, then credits roll. So we'll start with you, Roxy. What did you think of this? Um, the first time I, I actually saw a trailer, I'm pretty sure, for it in like seventh grade or something. Eighth grade. Okay. And I feel like I saw the trailer in like social studies class. And I was like, this looks good. But I never knew what it was. So when my best friend, or Quinn, she uh, gave me the films and she was like, watch them. I was like, okay. And so we watched As Above, So Below. And wow, that really was like, this was really good. It's an intense movie. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's a hella trip for sure. (laughs) Like, mm. I it takes you on an adventure. Oh, you're in yeah. the t- you're under the ground, you mm-hmm. know, and you're just they just keep going. They're like, yep, keep going down, and you're like, uh, right. So you're just like, okay, and it just keep going and keeps going, and it's yeah, it's an adventure. It's for sure a trip. What do you think, B? It's it's a crazy, it's a really <laughs> crazy movie. The very first time I watched it, yeah, I was I was mind shocked. Mm-hmm. It's what I think is kind of cool is it's one of the few found footage movies that isn't hard to watch. It doesn't make you overly seasick. Yeah. yeah. They did a really good job with uh, mm-hmm. You're There with yeah. them. It's very raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesse? That movie's a trip. <laughs> I'm not completely sure. Like, I understand a lot of it. Yeah. Well, I might be able to. In a little like, bit, there's I'll that whole scene when bit. in the beginning where she's in Iran and she finds that rock or whatever, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nothing's explained about that, and then you're just transformed to Paris. Y- yeah, they need to explain a little more that that's the key. They yeah. use what's on there to decipher Flamel's headstone. Yeah, okay. it's the so master. It's the master uh-huh. master key. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. So by her going, that's why it was so important for her to get all of that shit on, um, so he could then use it to go and decipher all the shit yeah. that you know they need throughout the rest of the adventure. I gotcha. <clears throat> what did you think of it, Seth? I I thought it was 
I saw you and your old lady jumping quite a bit on my peripheral. Yeah, I was looking at your uh, facial expressions most of the time. Very wide, eyes wide open. Yeah, no, I love this. This this definitely, from doing Hereditary and then doing this one, it was a great back-to-back to kind of do. Um, cause it's oh, just I'll agree with that. It's, it, it, it <laughs> it's, it's like the Blair Witch for hell. You know what I mean? Or for, de- you know, for yeah. hell, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, or thinking that you're going to fucking get to go to like that part when they creep up on the, the little corner, it's like all darkness. And then you see fire. Like a part of my brain yeah. was like, no way. There's no way that they are. That's like the gates of hell. And that's that fire, you know, that's okay, that's, yeah. that's where my brain went. You know what I mean? It's like, because they would like somehow, because you go through that tunnel, right? It says all those that fucking go through here, you know, mm-hmm. you're fucked. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's the gates of hell. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way they're going to like found footage the gates of fucking hell, right? And then they peek around the corner and it's a goddamn car on fire, which, you know, it just happens to be one of his demons. That's what it was. Yeah. They it were was. facing their demons yeah. as they were going through this treacherous and then making peace with it. And that strengthened them and allowed them to keep going. No, some of them. Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of them. Um, I just wish they explained more. About- and that's where I'm going with this right now is what I loved about this movie. It's, it's a very truncated version of it. But this brought. 14th century book of poems to a new generation. If any of you have ever heard of the Divine Comedy, Dante's Inferno, Mm -hmm. this is that movie. That's exactly what this is. So what Dante's Inferno is, is that there's nine levels of hell. The only way to escape hell is to make it through all nine levels. And... I like the fact that they throw the Philosopher's Stone in there. It's a nice little fucking side thing. But um, so when they first go through that the blocked cursed tunnel, that is level, uh, level one, okay. which is limbo. That's why she's hearing a phone ringing. George is seeing the piano that him and his brother had. The one guy, Zed, is hearing a baby crying in the background. Oh, my God. The phone ringing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that Why did nuts. that just click in my head that it was her dad? I forgot about yeah. that baby part. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my mm. God. And this was the second time we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and you just saying the phone ringing. Oh, my God. It's because of her dad. Yeah. Yeah. She so the it. second level is called is lust. So that's when they're going through that. They're all talking like. You hear people say, I I want this, I want this. They're lusting for things. They're lusting for things. They skip a lot of levels. (laughs) So they immediately jump to level four of hell, which is greed. So she takes the Philosopher's Stone. Mm, And there's all the gold. They start taking, break open that thing. That's what triggers the trap because they're Mm -hmm. greedy and have to escape. Um, So. Abandon all hope, thee who enter here. I like the fact that they put it here, but it actually should have been over the first tunnel mm-hmm. because it's over the first gate of hell that you actually mm-hmm. see that in Dante's Inferno. Um, the next level, which is where Suxi gets killed, is violence. Okay. So obviously she yeah. gets violently attacked. Yeah. And... It's implying because (laughs) that means since she was killed by that kind of violence, 
she must have violently hurt somebody, murdered somebody, and never paid for her sins. Oh, So that's okay. why she couldn't make it out of hell. Okay. Again, they manifest their demons. Yeah. And that took and them down. Then, that was a dope-ass kill, by the way, with the smashing yeah. the fucking all crazer well, monster style, right? I just feel like you don't expect that. I feel like Benji's going to no. die first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just feel like yeah. he's then, dead. But they never hoping. really explain what Benji's sin is. Um, then you immediately jump to the ninth level of hell, treachery, and that's where Papillon. Um, so what that is is the man you saw earlier in the movie that tells him you seek out Papillon, he will take you through it. He betrayed him and got him killed in a car fire. Mm. Okay. And uh, let me see. And I, there's a quote that I actually wrote down from Dante's Inferno, which goes in how uh, the character dies in the movie. Out of the mouth of each, one there protruded, the feet of their transgressor, and the legs up to their calf, and the rest within remain. So they're literally taking certain lines from this, like I said, 14th century shit, and turning it into a 21st century, or I guess, yeah, 21st Interpretation. Century. Yeah, interpretation of mm-hmm. it. Um, and lastly, obviously, like, when she, there is no Philosopher's Stone. Everyone caught that one pretty fucking quickly. If you believe in it, you are the stone. Correct. That's how she was able to heal Sue's arm the first time. Right. Because she believed it. Not that she just thought the stone was magical. Um then when after they all confess their sins, like it says in Dante's Inferno, you have to take a leap of faith. If you take the leap of faith, you're free to leave hell. There's a lot of fucking <laughs> so, shit in that movie. Yeah, that, that makes me think <laughs> of makes like a lot of sense. Catholic school of like they always said that, or Jesus always said because he'd walk on water. And people are like, dude, how the fuck are you able to do that? And it's like, well, if you have as much faith as, you know, a mustard seed, then you can also do the shit that I can do, right? And if Jesus was able to heal people and, like, change things, it was because of... and Because this is the same realm of all of that shit. This is the same... Yeah. That she pretty much pulled to Jesus because... Because, no, because as she was going and fulfilling herself and educating herself and becoming enlightened through all these things and these these tasks and these challenges through it and all the, obviously all the wisdom that she's gained throughout all of her existence, she's, she, she that, the fact that she was able to do that is, is exactly like I'm saying, is that's what a Jesus did. A Jesus believed in it and he did it. It's nothing powerful, but it's something that we all essentially, we are our own gods. Like we have in harness our own heavens, right? Mm-hmm. We create our own existence. That's what that's saying. Yeah. Is like you, you can create it. All you have to do is believe in yourself. Um, it, I don't. I followed along with this film quite a bit, man. Yeah, like, it's the last two. I was. I got. I got all of it. Mm. Like it made sense to me. I might not. But be able I to do throw highly recommend uh, reading. You don't have to read the entire book, the divine, just the very first, just the inferno part of it. Okay. It is. It'll make this movie make a lot more sense when you. Yeah. Reading. Well, I've been. I've been reading Paradise Lost. You know, and and that book fucking is it helps kind of explain yeah. all of the yeah. stories between the battle and, and heaven and shit with God and. And you know the devil. It's it's great. So this is all up my alley. I've I've been reading about this stuff a lot. It's intriguing as shit. And that shit was written in like 1667. But the one thing like 
they never explain, and I think it's useless to have it in the movie, is the girl you see at the party and them being yeah. culty in the catacombs. That, there's it no It really has no purpose in the movie. And then the chick that kills Benji. That's um, Zed's sin. Yeah. Ain't that with the baby? Like it's That's tied. the girl with, it's tied with Zed's sin. Yeah. The little kid with the crazy eyes or the little crazy man was like, it's not what that was, it's who was that. Well, because the person <laughs> that pushes her down, if you look closely, is holding a baby. Mm. Yeah, she did. Mm. Anyway, you're talking about that I closed my eyes. That's George's thing. Yeah. When he sees the little boy, that's yeah, George's yeah, That's, that's George's brother. brother who drowned. That's oh, Danny. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why you see him. Um, The one thing I did notice, though, the second time... And I noticed B did too. When she sees her dad in the cave the second time, the first time, like I know she saw him in Iran, right? That was yeah. him in Iran, right? But okay, yeah. but the second time you see him, um, and she takes off the mask, mm-hmm. and it's that chick. Yeah, it's, it's chick. the chick. And then you look down at the floor, and there's faces in the floor. I did not. I don't remember yeah, I that. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. <laughs> the faces on the floor tripped me out when I saw it in theater. <laughs> it's a great visual. I though. just don't remember the ch- like. Yeah, I don't remember the chick popping out. I thought it was always her dad. No, because that's uh, that's in the level of hell where everybody's shit's kind of merging at once. Not everyone's gonna have their own individual apparition. They just kind of blend together, mm. which is kind of why she also was able to kill Benji as opposed to uh, Zed. I just can't believe I never realized Benji's killer. Mm. So do you think that <clears throat> instead, the, uh, if going back to the f- uh, fire car scene, car fire scene, thanks, Alexia, <laughs> and um, if that dude instead of had like wept and apologized for it, right, and instead of trying to... Instead like, of denying that he that it was his fault... Uh, correct. And if he would just been like, if he yeah, would have taken ownership, he yeah, wouldn't have I been did this in. instead of I did this, it happened. And then maybe if he could believe that he could make peace with it and accept it, you yeah. know what I mean? Instead of then he well, wouldn't have died from it, right? it earlier. It when they make, uh, where did Papillon get yeah. that scar on his hand? He's like, we don't talk to him about that. Mm. He does not acknowledge that that ever happened. Yeah. So but him, then let our, what's his name? Yeah, and how he kind of blames Papillon for not saving yeah. him and looking for him, too. There's like another, like, guilt that Papillon has is that he never, like, went down to help mm-hmm. him find Latoupe. How far do you think that he... How far did Latoupe actually get, do you think, on his He's own? He's stuck in limbo. Oh. Uh, He'll never leave limbo, but he was able to guide them further Why down. Why is he never able to leave? Because he never got past limbo. He never went further down the pit. Oh, oh okay. So he'll he's, never escape. He got used to his existence. Yep. Yeah. But is he dead then? No, limbo well, I know, I know is what people real that never is. go to right, heaven right. or hell. Right, right. Okay, so, but so so he's literally stuck in limbo. He's stuck in limbo. Okay, I get it. Yep. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Cause so then so then you're saying that limbo essentially is is exactly one of the layers of hell. It's it's the very first level mm-hmm. of hell. So it is it's between heaven and it's between hell. Mm-hmm. But again, it's still saying that it's in the one of the. It realms. is, but remember what they said: hell is so far below the earth, mm-hmm. and that's the ninth level. Okay. 
Yeah. There, there's a lot of philosophy behind it. Like, I've written, uh, yeah, there's a lot of crap in there that we're not going to get into on this podcast. But <laughs> they tried to in this movie because even when you look at fucking, um, when she pulls out her dad's journal and she's showing the, uh, the picture of the stone on one side, yeah. if you look at the other side, there's actually a drawing from Dante's Inferno showing the nine levels. I did of see that. I noticed it, and I—that's uh, what I thought it was. But I was like, mm, "Is that what this?" Yeah, is? Yeah, it's literally showing you the nine levels of hell right there before they go anywhere. It would have been cool if maybe they did flashbacks of the dad actually <sighs> writing the journal, and then maybe I how like he that discovered they, the... they couldn't do that though because it's a found footage movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy they kept it a found footage movie. I don't think this movie would have worked if they would have tried to do a like, or if like Dad had footage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that been, yeah. first person underground is pretty terrifying on its own. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> creepy. Like I'll be straight with you. The first when I went to go see this in theaters, I thought it was gonna be like a, the uh, the descent or something like that. I was not expecting this when I it's went to go see it. It's still kind of descentish. That I it don't kind know, of man. is. Just it kind of is really eerie about just being stuck underground i'll tell you it's, this it's the fucking biting <laughs> biting faces and biting mouths underground is a hell of a lot more fucking terrifying than those creatures in the descent because uh, i didn't like descent either and like a big part of it is just the thought of like damn stuck underground like yeah i don't know dude that's that's just terrifying on its own yeah, yeah you're all the other shit pretty much around. guaranteed dead regardless yeah. like there's nothing you can do it's not like minecraft you can't just <laughs> nobody's ever gonna find you Tink, 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 yeah. tink, tink. There is like no, there's and there's nothing underground. There's nothing, mm. so it's like yeah. you're done. Well, I don't know. There might be uh, an actual whole entire civilization <laughs> underground, like the those, hollow uh, earth. Like the hollow earth. That's right. Those people that were in the film, uh, in the chapel or whatever. It's where fucking Bigfoot and Sasquatch is living shit. There's a lot of foreshadowing in that though, because like you see the demons even before she gets to the Paris catacombs, mm -hmm. like in traffic. It's almost like they're leading her there. Yeah, they literally are. Um, because things just happen because like you I, see a lot of the same yeah. characters pop up. I think it's interesting that they're not a little more concerned when they're going through the first layer. That there's a telephone deep down in the catacombs, yeah. a piano deep down in the catacombs. They they make reference to it, but they don't seem more concerned <laughs> that I would be. She was drawn to it. She because she, she well, was well like, technically we have... they were all drawn to it. Yeah, but she was definitely the powering force throughout the whole oh, yeah. thing. Obviously, because oh, yeah. she's the main character. But like right after that bitch dies, she's like, we gotta fucking go, <laughs> right? I mean, just straight from the jump, she's like, we we have to. And honestly, I <clears throat> I felt her passion. Like I wanted yeah. to get to the end of this. I wanted to be like how how far are they going to show us? And I, the special effects were just exactly what they needed to be. Yeah, you know what I mean to make it like for being life, you know, uh, found footage. It was good. It was budget wise. It was it satisfied me in the sense of yeah. I I love something like this, and I wanted something like this. See, even when I saw it in <clears> theater, <throat> and they're first in that room, and you see the faces and the stoned pillars and shit. Like, I knew they were going to come alive at some point, but mm -hmm. when they do, even yeah, even you that know. got a jump out of me the first time I saw it. I'm like, just because of the fucking, it was more the audio it just, that makes you jump as it, opposed to the visual part of it. It would keep panning to his face and the mouth or whoever yeah. was standing right there. Yeah. And then it would pan back. Yeah. And then it would pan back and then its mouth, like, I felt like kept getting darker. It, and it was opening wider and yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's it was getting changing. darker. That's what I for sure yeah. noticed. 
Do you think that when that wa- when they touch the water and it splashes, that is a tr- like it's I want to say it's like a trap, right? It sends a message down to the other layers of hell that people have entered it, almost like turning it on, or you know what I mean? Like because it's it is it's okay. a, such like a labyrinth sort of, in, in a sense. So that's like it was notifying, hey, demons got some motherfucking souls down here, coming to fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, um, but what would have happened if they never took the treasure? I almost think it was punishment to have to go through it because they were trying to take the treasure. Yeah. That's but a good point, right? Because what if the they only never they never would they she would never treasure. have been able to repent her sins had she not taken it. Yeah. Because That's in order to out. find the real stone, you have to rectify it. Mm-hmm. So she'd have to fix what she did in order to truly find the real stone. Yeah. So it's all part of the plan. And like I'll, I'll give the writers credit. They thought heavy on this fucking script, especially for a found footage movie. Well, they that's did a good job. The thing that has me stuck the most um, is she now harnesses that ability to believe in healing and doing what that is. Now you can essentially apply that to pretty much the rest of your existence to where you can manifest your own reality. That's what she did. She was able to manipulate existence, reality, with her own mind, right? And that's that's the dream. You know, if you're, if you're one of those people who are, like, searching to fucking, like, release your mind like the Matrix kind of shit, that is, that's exactly what that is. Now, well, at least she's able to manifest that. Down there. In hell. You right, don't know exactly. know that's still going to work. So... Back on Earth. Okay, that's fair, because then when you're further... You know, when you're down in hell, and they are... They're still three-dimensional human beings in in this realm but they're down in the layers of hell where the laws are different than they are in this realm right Mm -hmm. so hmm see but again that's where i'm stuck right so those are my you know when you guys said you want more questions answered and stuff that's kind of where i'm at with it maybe that's gonna always be you know whatever i've never actually watched a dvd copy of this mm-hmm. i would love to watch this with Special the director's features. commentary yeah mm-hmm. i would love to watch maybe it with even commentary. some deleted scenes or shit when has it on dvd <clears throat> oh, yeah. oh yeah you should uh, be like because if there's any commentary with director we'll producers it. it's got to have a lot of good information in it what year was this made 2014 14 and I bet it cost fucking well. No, there was special effects in it, so the budget was you know probably cost. What, what do you guys think? We do this every time. Yeah, we um, check. I'm gonna say like maybe two million. I'm gonna get oh it. way more than two million. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I was way, way over fucking guessed and looked like a dick. <laughs> so now I'm way under guessing and looking like, like a dick again. Eight, that. yeah. Eight mil. Eight billion. Eight mil. Okay. Eight billion. <laughs> Eight million. Yeah. Okay. You already did your homework, you know. You're no, like, I got this. Boy. I'm gonna Let's go for five. Five. That's five. Okay. So I said two. You said five. You said eight. Who said five? Me. Nice. Five bill. Five. Five. Now you have me saying billion, jackass. <laughs> I just took the number. In five the million. That's actually yeah. a decent budget. But what it make at the box office? His parents have been in the catacombs. Oh That's really? Fucking yeah, no yeah. fucking way in hell you'd ever catch my ass down there. <laughs> I'd do no. it. I'd go down there. Mm-mm, I'm all good after watching this. I'm good for sure. <laughs> again, it's all in your mind, right? That's just not real. Well, no, how do you know? Real. Let's go find out. If you believe it, it will become real. Yeah, but if I don't believe in there's heaven, a lot of I death probably down don't there. believe in hell. 
Yeah. yeah I'm not trying to get smashed either, by that too. So, the movie grossed $41.9 worldwide. Baller. It's not a bad turnaround Yeah, for a $5 million budget. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's kind of like on par with the statistics of that damn fucking Winnie the Pooh movie. What did uh, What did it get on? I imagine if you're Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I should just bookmark these damn things on my phone. Besides Quinn, uh, do you know anybody else? Like, has has any of your friends seen this? Be no, no, you, no. Your friends probably don't watch as many movies as you do. I probably <laughs> no. imagine. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like Asbosablo like turned me on for movies or horror movies, for sure. Cause I don't really like like scary movies. That wasn't really my thing. But like that kind of was like okay, let's let's get this bump bumping. It's also different when we see it on our televisions, right? If we went saw this in theaters, like we would have probably been probably a little more tense. A little scared. Oh, that'd been a good one. You would have jumped a lot higher than you did tonight watching yeah. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was because you're also in a theater with fucking loud ass fucking surround sound. Yeah, exactly, and it's that a gets big you the screen, right? So you're like yeah. in it, right? And I will say, on the big screen, you do you can get a little queasy, even though with how good they shot it. But it's on that size of a screen. Yeah, yeah, it gets a little. That rough was my first on. Footage. No, Blair Witch was. No, I watched Blair Witch after. Oh. As above, so below. My bad. <laughs> yeah, that's why whenever we were looking through movies and we saw Blair Witch and it gives you a little trailer, and I was like, oh, it looks a lot like found footage, so that's why we clicked on it. Yeah, the only first person ish movie that I think is what gets you a little sick is is Hardcore Henry, that because it's very fast paced. Yeah. It's like John Wick first person, more gnarlier than John Wick. Like what first helps person. this movie for like eat dialing down that queasiness is how dark it is in the catacombs. There's mm. not a lot. Everything's not completely lit up, so there's not a lot of motion blur when the camera's panning back and forth as fast as it is. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you're saying, want to take guesses on uh, critics and audience. Uh, ranking of this I percentage? Say 63% for the tomato and maybe like 70 for audiences. Anybody else want to chime in? I, I can't read it like that. I bet Robert, oh, I, I don't even know the difference. Uh, so on Rotten Tomatoes, they give the percentage, like what they ran it out of uh, zero to 100%. They give you what the critics say, then they give you what the audience have said. Oh, critics would probably say like a 60, and then the audience would say like a 70, 80. You guys all... The thermometer. Pretty much in that ballpark. I'd say it's in the 60s. Critics gave this movie a 28, (laughs) audiences gave it a 40. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wow. I'm With those kind of rankings, though, I'm surprised it made almost $42 million in the box office. So that makes you think, right? Are the people who the asses were in the seats? But you also have to think, in 2014, people were getting pissed the fuck off because there were so many damn found footage movies coming up. The theaters were getting flooded with them. Yeah, but this is the first. That was so good. Yeah, like that, though. Uh, After Blood. With this thing, with the topic... With a lot of catacombs? With this exact topic, yes. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of fucking found footage that were 
very similar about going to places trying to find artifacts and stuff. At Supernatural this, shit. Yeah. yeah. Paranormal so activity. I can understand it because once you flood the market with something, no one's going to want to see it anymore. Mm-hmm. It'll come back. That All the history shit repeats itself. Oh, yeah. Um, it goes in cycles. It's like National Treasure, but Nicolas Cage has to redeem himself. Yeah, it was for stealing the yeah, constitution. Yeah, pretty Same with like Da Vinci Code. <laughs> That's an interesting comparison. Da Vinci Code, National Treasurer meets Blair Witch. Yeah. <laughs> like, you gotta got put back it. the constitution and jump into this hole. Yeah. <laughs> It'd been funny if like like John Constantine just jumps in. What the fuck are you guys doing here? You don't belong here. Would you uh have liked to have seen explorations of the other levels of hell? Or do you think they did well enough? I think they did well enough. I if they did a sequel to it, I would love to spend See, I think an excessive they, amount like, of time. I normally in... bitch about super long fucking movies. This movie's a hair over an hour and a half. They could have given you fifteen more minutes. I would have loved fifteen more minutes oh, on yeah. another level. Uh huh. I didn't realize because yeah. like this was my first time watching a scary movie for the second time. Oh really? So it's like okay. It's not even, I know everything that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And that movie just went by so quick. It's, a, it's, it's crazy. a very quick movie. Like, I was like, wow, I just remember watching it and it just kept going, right? Because you're just like, you're so dug into mm-hmm. it. You're so like, oh my God. It's, well, it's kind of like crazy. when you're driving, driving to Disneyland. Right. Going there always feels longer than when you're coming back. <laughs> Second time is always faster. <laughs> Yeah, because you know what's coming. But you know what, though, I think it's the way it's filmed, and I feel like because it is that first person, and it's like constantly moving and shit. Like it is, you are moving along with the movie. When you you look at the '99 Blair Witch, it's not a fast-paced movie. Mm. It it does drag. It does drag because they're wandering around in fear. Like these people are compelled. Like and halfway through that movie, it becomes the Blair Bitch Project (laughs) because all they're doing is fighting with each other. Yeah, Yeah. basically, (laughs) even in the. Oh, the newer one, it's so much worse too. They're mm. fighting even worse. And then they yeah. but and they pick up a like a homeless couple or like just another yeah. hitchhiker or like hiker. So yeah. it's like, dude, who are these people? And then they like turn out to be bad people and stuff like that. So it's just like, okay, I don't know. But then again, like the original Blair Witch, I remember when that came out, they had it marketed like that shit was real. Oh, and like I I'll give them huge. fucking credit. Mm-hmm. They made websites. They had the news companies make fake broadcasts. They had news clippings. They had Sci-Fi Channel made a damn documentary about it. And then when the movie came out, then the actors can come out of hiding and say, yeah, we're still alive, we're still alive. It was almost like, like Everyone thought it was real, and I'm just sitting there, are you guys fucking stupid? <laughs> I'm like, it, these kids really died and went missing, and you found the footage showing it. No parent in their right mind would allow a studio to release it. Yeah, no. Because we had this conversation, I think it was uh, on the Megan podcast. And I went to go see it with my sister and her boyfriend, and she was fucking petrified, really, saying that she knew too much, knew too much. Mm. Then the very next day, because I couldn't get my brother in there, so my mom takes me and my brother, and <laughs> when we step out, she's like, that's what scared the shit out of your sister. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. 
Her brain is somewhere else. <laughs> yes, like she bought into that it was fucking real. Yeah, like she was. I read her diary. I read Heather's diary. I'm like, there is no diary that Heather Donahue is a real person, but she's also very much an actress. Yeah, that's fucking dope hype though for a film that you make. Oh, it's amazing yeah, fucking no, hype. I remember that's what made that film especially scary when it first came out. Every it was hyped that way. Yeah, like they the studio didn't deny it. Marketing is delicious. And that was the first of its kind. Like, nothing like that really existed before then. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a huge splash. And the like, fact that every real? person had to sign a fucking agreement before production that when production wrapped, they had to go underground, couldn't do any work, to, no jobs, until the movie was released in theaters. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Like, they played, that movie was marketed golden. And I think we talked about it on here was also like the way they produced that movie was fucking brilliant. It was like War of the Worlds. Go like, out, redone. buy all your fucking cameras from Staples, I think, or no, it was Circuit City at the time. Go shoot your movie when you're done. Take the cameras, get your money back from Circuit City, and you can put all your money that you spent on your cameras into With the editing. Yeah. yeah. So like they did a great fucking job. Which is why it's the most profitable independent movie ever made, even to this day. Um, like, I wish I could say that this movie was an independent movie, but it did have studio money behind it. Um, legendary. <laughs> and they still return their cameras. <laughs> That's fucking great. Hey, man, they know how to do it cheap. Right? No what, evidence uh, it was ever made except for the footage. Overall, what did everyone think of the casting on this? Where's that, what's that dude from? The main character dude that she needed to translate. He is another shit that I've seen. He's like a younger actor. He's in quite a few things. The only thing that pops in my mind is that God off of Friday the 13th remake. Mm, no. He's only in it for the beginning before he Some gets Some 90s film or maybe like he was a, he was a he kid. He wasn't in a 90s film. He 90s looks like show. Scott Bale. <sighs> yeah. <It'll laughs> Literally from was... Charles in Charge. He looks like a young Scott Bale. Mm. I've seen him in other shit, and I was just like, eh, I don't know if I would have chose that dude, but he was all He does a good job in it, yeah. but I, yeah. What about Papillon? I think he fits his character. I love Papillon. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, did you like, the, the like, as a character or the actor? No, yeah, no, I mean, the actor was fine. I think he did a, yeah. did a perfect job. And I actually kind of do like Papillon's character. <laughs> like, he... He's all about himself. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the reason why he's going he, down with them. <laughs> yeah. And how he looks and how, like, I don't know. I feel like he just thought he was kind of better than everybody mm -hmm. else. He so. did. He was a Tomb Raider. <laughs> catacomb, catacomb Raider. Catacomb Raider. Comb Raider. Oh, yeah, he looks like he gets in some wombs. That's for damn sure. He's got that. I'm French and I'm crazy. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, La Toupe was perfect for it. He yeah. did a good La job. La Toupe was perfect. And I like the fact because they call him the mole. Yeah. That when you first see him, how dark his eyes are. Almost like a fucking rodent's eyes. And how quick he is. Uh, yeah. And that's how you know he's supernatural and the girl that you see at the party because she randomly can transport certain distances in the span of a camera pan. So even when she's on Earth, she is a spirit. 
the chick that makes the creepy eye contact. Yeah, yeah. It would, yeah. And she, and the cold. Was it just me or that bitch has some really big fucking eyes? She did. That's, yeah. That the dead have like she re, uh, remember the first segment of VHS, mm. the fucking gargoyle one, the siren. Yes. That's what she reminded me of the fucking oh. crazy big eyes. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I hope to God they did CG on that, and that's not what that girl really fucking looks like. <laughs> Otherwise, I would slap her mother. There's just this one scene that just keeps popping up in my head over and over, and it was in Hereditary, and it's just the part where the guys are, he's like, hey, man, you know, the blah, 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 down the streets, having a party, bring your dick. And I just, that <laughs> yeah. just keeps playing over in my head for some reason because I'd laugh so hard for that. Because for a horror film like that, which was so sick, and just to be like it was, to have that kind of humor in it, really, really See, made that's the what movie kind for of t- me. I loved the I line, loved it. but it took me out because it's trying so hard to be sophisticated, but yet they put that crap in it. I know, and I <laughs> adore that, right? So it's your fucking, your, your post-horror, right, or whatever it's called. Elevated uh, horror. Your horror with benefits. Is, is elevated horror like the N-word in the horror community? Like you're not really supposed to say it? <laughs> it's or, the N-word in my consideration. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, horror movies shouldn't be sophisticated. Well, I think they... But they are without They're it being down, labeled. dirty, and grimy. I think horror films can be very intellectually just stimulating without having to be called a label, right? So it's not elevated horror. It's still a fucking horror film. If you want to do it, elevated. do it like this movie. I do not consider this movie elevated horror, but th- it's a fucking deep-ass fucking movie. If don't, don't fix it if it's not broke, right? The, the, the horror label was broad enough in its sense. You don't need to have these subcategories of this other shit. It's a fucking badass horror film. It could be like dumb as shit, and require no brain cells like uh, fucking the the, uh, the Night of the Demons. No, see, that's... No, 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 I'm thinking things killing, right? So that was oh, mindless you, that shit That kind of dumb, film. okay. Yeah. Right, but again, it's still considered quote-unquote a horror gobble, film. Right, keep in mind, though, that's in the same category and realm as like Halloween, which we fucking adore, right? It's still a horror film. I will, I will agree with that, that it's... Is a horror film, right? But so I would never put those two movies in the again, same category. But you can have something super intellectual as well that is still in the same category, right? It's right. you don't have to give it this other gay, like elevated horror label. But unfortunately, every genre has subgenres. Uh, that's true, right? I'm. I guess I'm agreeing with how you're bitching about it. <laughs> saying it's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like I we I just don't like the direction that a lot of these new last couple of your horror movies are gone. I, I I think smart horror is is fun. I'm cool with smart horror. But don't make stand they dumbify older horror cuz they literally criticize it in their movies. Mm. But that's off the topic we're talking about as above so below. <laughs> don't <laughs> get off on tangents. Not this week. <laughs> tangents are wonderful. We all love tangents. Uh-huh. I like the fact that they end with that continuation of the interview that they start the movie with yeah. how they bookend it where she says I'm not I'm not in it for the treasure I'm in it for the research mm. or the history we all know that's bullshit when she's recording that because all she cares about is getting that stone that's all she cares about that's her about. treasure yep <laughs> that's like it's 100% she doesn't care about bullshit. the gold yeah she just yeah that's why yeah. it's because everybody's thinking of the gold and all the gems but no hers is a stone which is still treasure. But yeah. at the same time, I think that finding the truth was her true treasure, essentially. You know, when she 
She's like, we found it. This is it. We fucking found it. This is it, you know? And again, ends up it's the wrong thing. It's look in the mirror and reflect on yourself and see that you're the stone, right? Like you are, you're the treasure. That's what this is trying to teach us. It's just crazy that she goes all the way back to go place that stone. And she just, she ends up like finding her way perfectly back. Because she believed that she could. Well, there's a lot of trail of bodies to lead the way. Yeah, that's that <laughs> the is the bodies true. are that place's their checkpoints. Yeah, <laughs> the bloody hands, the bloody water. Um, I did like the fact that the water scene, was now blood. Mm-hmm. Aaron, sh- what's up? The scene where she's like drowning and they're grabbing her and like mm-hmm. cameras facing her and it's like at that angle. I that they did such a good job with that. Yeah, all of the very suspenseful parts were extremely enjoyable. And they did a good job of making it actually feel claustrophobic, mm-hmm. like through the entire. Oh movie. yeah, especially with Benji's first part when he's stuck in mm-hmm. there. That that's that scene is, is why I would never go in a place like the fucking catacombs. You offer me ten million dollars, fuck you. No, not <laughs> yeah, doing no. it. Don't need to do that shit. Uh, I can't ask about the music. And ask about the sound effects. Well, oh, okay. Well, the little I did like the fact because a lot of fucking found footage movies still put a score in there. I'm like, this is found found footage. Why is there music playing? No, they had the their only at the soundtrack was hell, bro. Yeah. No, no, the soundtrack was hell. All the sounds of hell that we heard. Well, yeah, the, it was just a bunch of weird noises. The cult people. That was kind of like a short little ditty that we they did. We heard some, like heard I feel chanting. like cello. Yeah, the chanting was tiny. like a like a a wood instrument, like for a at second. the very end. Mm-hmm. That starts getting louder and louder and louder. Yeah. I think that's supposed or, to be. Or uh, when no, or maybe maybe that is the scene where she's like, "Yeah, do you hear that?" Yeah. And it's playing in there. I that think tunnel. it's supposed to be the spirits. Okay. Because, like, they, that sounded really cool. Yeah. Because aside from the the rave sequence where they meet Papillon, there's no yeah. music, no nothing like that. And I love the, when found footage does that. They did a good job. Because it makes it feel like it's a real thing. Yeah. Did, uh, in the cast credits... The hooded figures are they are they demons? Yes. Okay. They were cool. They didn't really do anything. They weren't harmful. Well, because they didn't give them the opportunity yeah. to like get let them. They were just creepy and haunting yeah. looking, but they were just, like what they were kind of, of them. hurting them to yeah. where they wanted them to go. Yeah. To the lower levels. A Walter. Mm. Yeah, that end bit <laughs> when they when they get the. <laughs> And they get that fucking manhole, and they have to push it out, and then it comes out. That was I like this. That was the so way great. they shot them mm-hmm. leaving legs first and everything. It looks well, so. But everything cool. is opposite. I, are they in the same dimension as they were before? Yeah, that's are my they question. are they where they started? Because they they they're not where they started because they, they went through the fucking it, gates. Now you're thinking of it as a philosopher, hence why they threw the philosopher's stone into this movie. Oh, <laughs> we're getting philosophized. Honestly, <laughs> the when Velociraptor. They started like pushing it out, and how they the light was reflecting. Out, I mm. thought it was hell. I literally thought they were pushing that well, into hell. And the hell fact that Paris is one red. of the but it was busiest. A Paris is one of the busiest cities in that country. There's not a single person, not a single car sound in the background when they leave. They're the only ones there. Oh, yeah, I noticed that, too. 
I don't so, know though, because I've been in Paris and even Rome, and if you go at the right time of night, they do certain areas do get pretty bare. Oh, I I un- understand that they would. Yeah, I've seen fucking Seattle dead. Because they seem like in an area that like was kind of, like it almost reminded me of being down in a canal where like you'd have no business being down there in the middle of the night, but <laughs> it would make sense why there's there's still people there, just not a lot of people. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's just a lot of ways you can take this movie, interpret the ending. Are they in hell? Are no, that's they what in... I mean. That's I. I kind of I. I don't understand it. <laughs> I'd have to. They're see in a parallel. They're, they're, in a parallel dimension. I imagine that because even when they pop through, it's upside down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shares the same. <laughs> that is just it's on the other side of hell. As above, so Except for the fact that once they get up there, it flips again. So as above, so below. Mm-hmm. So when they get below, they're in hell. Once they get back out and it flips back over, are they back on Earth again? Like, I've thought about this crap way too much over the last fucking... What? My brain says no. I, that'd be cool if they made another nine movie years? where they say that... Holy fuck, this movie's nine years old already. It would be cool if they made a movie where they showed that what we're talking about right now was, and they, they, you think that it's the same one, but slowly but surely you see that there are subtle differences that it isn't what it, what it is, right? And it, it's a completely different parallel universe or dimension. What I'm universe happy because it was, they were talking about doing it. I'm happy they did not make a as, as above, so below too. Mm. It would have destroyed. Yeah, not this a number movie. two, but like a continuation, or uh, that would be a number two. Or yeah, but like <laughs> additional found footage, but it's not a number two. I don't know. A spinoff. Yeah. But how would you do it? It would just be like kind of like VHS, where they just have like alternate versions of VHS but not I know I know they made a number two and a number three and all that shit well, too yeah. but then they did fucking but like, those are different though those are anthology movies where as above is one singular storyline yeah I don't know I like the idea or concept of, if, if other people went and made additional versions of this film I would be content with that without having to f- give it a fucking sequel or anything but just do another rendition with never director you know maybe different script but the same Back, you know, okay. oh, it's based off of the fucking book. Um, mm. Yeah, I would love to see more renditions of this. I, it could work, but I just think they'd ruin what they did so well in this one. I would be okay with them going stupid, retarded, over the top with like legit demons, <laughs> like like real demons, and maybe like Satan popping in and being like, "You're almost there. Keep going," <laughs> or you know, but because <laughs> it's fun. See someone getting whipped in the background. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, they could. They could have. This was very subtle and tasteful, but I'm okay with over the top. Like maybe, yeah, a disgusting over the top Japanese version or something. But it wouldn't work for found footage though. Mm. Over the top and gory does not work in found footage. Because so many have done it. It's the fact that not so many have done it because the few that have tried have felt so miserably because you have to use so much fucking CG and in found footage everything's fast paced okay you're right you know what fuck it Muppets (laughs) (laughs) we do this Muppets version I would watch that yes see that's kind of what the fucking stone things look like to me in this like it didn't really come across as CG to me 
because mm. it's so quickly done. You don't really get a long glimpse of them ever on screen. Mm-hmm. Right. Even when they're ripping George's throat out, you really don't see it. You just see the aftermath and the pull away. So they can get away with it in this one, but like Grave Encounters. Look that movie up. I, I It's actually on Plex. So watch that and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. They tried to go CG heavy on a found footage movie. Parts looked cool. Other parts looked fucking dog shit. Yeah, if this was filmed on location, I imagine when they were down in those catacombs, they probably just had a couple ghosts down there that they could just cast it. Like, <laughs> yo, we're going to be down here filming this shit. They did shoot in the catacombs. Right, yeah. so they probably just, hey, we'll, we'll throw you some ghost bucks. We need you to do some some lines for us or just like scary. Can you kill this black dude? And the guy's like, or the, the chick's like, I, I guess I'm not just doing much. Just make a snuff film. Right, just, and then just yeeted that bitch. Boom. Just you know what awesome. I'm concerned about? They're underground in Paris and there's no rats anywhere. Yeah. Even though they flat out mentioned the rats. Did I'll, they? He did mention it, but yeah. there weren't any. You don't you actually see them. Benji gets bit. No, Benji oh. thinks he thinks gets, he bit. gets bit. Yeah. yeah, he's being you a Benji bitch. Um, he was the Franklin energy throughout the film. <clears throat> but I think because <clears throat> when he gets caught, that's before they reach that one tunnel. So I think there should have been rats in that sequence because they haven't been to hell yet. So I I and get you. Plus, maybe like Satan's like, look, I I run a clean ship here. We don't have no fucking rats. <laughs> like, God damn. We call the exterminator <laughs> yeah. once a month. This is hell, not New York, you fucks. You think it's the same place, but no, we're classy. He just sends one of those dudes in the hoods. He's like, go fucking get rid of those things. Oh, right. They've got like demon janitors it's or like dinner time. rat killers. <laughs> dude's clocking in 14 hours. Or really. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. Why can't Jimmy do it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking demon killing rats. <laughs> Man. I could be out there torturing people and I have to clean up rats. The disgruntled demon. Hey, I could scare you, but my job's to scare rats, so fuck yeah. you. <laughs> they all clock in the same. <laughs> They're like at like the, it's kind of, it's like a boiling water or maybe like a blood cooler. They're sitting there talking, maybe. Before they're going back for their shifts. All right, sorry, we're tangenting. Oh, you're no, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it's all right. I was just kind of thinking, I was like, this is a hard movie to ask one of my standard questions about lighting. <laughs> because it's... It was dark. It, yeah. <laughs> but the lighting for the scenes where there were actual, like, scenes or sets, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like the fact that it actually felt like headlamp lighting that you would have. That they were actually wearing mm-hmm. on their headlamps and having the pin cam- cams on it, it actually felt like that was the actual lighting, which it very well fucking whatever they had on their fucking heads and then could have been the what they were using to fucking shoot the damn movie. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I think maybe in post they might have brightened them a little bit. Like I know a lot of found headlamps. footage movies faked that crap, but like like Blair Witch. Those kids were really the ones shooting everything. They were holding the cameras. They were the only ones out there doing that all, just the three of them. Um, but a lot of movies have faked that crap where they have real cameramen holding it, pretending to be other people, then they oh. cut, switch to this side, cut, switch to this side. So I don't know how they did it in this one. Okay. It'd be interesting to find out. Though. It looked clean. It was real clean. 
Yeah, it it's a beautiful looking movie for how simplistic it is. Who was the weakest character? Do we think? Benji. Benji. Yeah. yeah. The ones that Benji first. was super weak. That's why he's the least shown on camera. No. He has. There's no character to the character. <laughs> he has no personality at all. His death is probably equally as enjoyable as the first chick that dies. Well, I thought he, I thought he was gonna die first. That chick I, I yeah. really thought he was just gonna go, but they were saving he, him up. He goes like thirty seconds after her. Yeah, like <laughs> pretty much. Like, yeah, it's just like I, I, that's how I, I didn't get. Like, yeah, scored two for hell back yeah, to back. <laughs> that's true. Those are souls that the devil gets. You know, as you if you as you travel through these as a live human. Yeah. Those are mine now. What what, uh, what was each of your favorite scenes in the movie? Seth, start with you. I mean, the one that I laughed the most that I've already mentioned is definitely homie getting chucked down the well, <laughs> and down the tube of concreteness and death. And just because it's, you don't really, you, you know something's going to happen. I was expecting to hear a scream or something and then maybe just like blood dripping down. But just seeing that motherfucker just come blasting out of the sky and just hit the ground and nice, good, squishy squish. Mm. And a thud, and you're just like, yeah. And that brought me a lot of joy. Uh, that definitely was one of my favorite parts. Um, I don't know. I, I liked the, f- the black smoke that was coming from the demon that was just chilling in the chair. Yeah. For some reason, I like that effect. Yeah, that was cool. Because at first, I was like, "Is that death?" Right. But I don't. I don't think death is in. Is he chilling in hell? I don't know too much about his lore, but. um, Yeah. But uh, I think yeah, that's my favorite parts. For what about you, Jess? Oh man, that scene where that chick gets her face smashed. Mm -hmm. Okay. The creature. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, so it looks brutal as fuck, too. And like we were saying, you don't really see it coming. Yeah, just no, it just pops. Monkey fucking smashing, just... <laughs> sh- <laughs> Break open the coconut. Yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> and then the dude just disappears. Yeah. The creature. <laughs> yeah. I do like when you see their little homie that's been living in, the, in hell for... I well, like that's seeing the dude that kills the girl. Yeah, I, I like, like seeing him for the first time, though, where he just like comes out of nowhere. It's oh, like, yeah. whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, he just creeps out from mm-hmm. the wall. Yeah, that was that was wonderful. Roxy, what was your favorite? When she's running back to go put the stone back and she falls in the blood. I, I really like how that was shot. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I think she did a really good job on that. Mm-hmm. And. It's suspenseful too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, oh my God, you're in a pool of blood right now. And it just like smothers her, right? So now it's like she looks pretty, pretty creepy. Yeah. And it gives her a little bit of creepiness. Well, when you think about the fact that she legitimately is running back through the other layers of hell, right? All the way back. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? She's- Beat her in that man. She did, and it was that was probably one of the most suspenseful parts because you're just like, oh my, because when for me when I realized that part and it dawned on me like, oh my god, she's got to run all the fu-. and like I played enough video games where you're like, god <laughs> damn it, 
I've got the fucking key of the door already, and I have to go back or whatever. And you have to. God of War is kind of like that, where it takes it's a like lot of shit. Playing the original Resident Evil on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just like, oh god, I gotta go all the way the fuck back. Um, this would make a pretty dope video game. It also reminded me a lot of this um, game called I know I'm not sure you guys have played, but it's called The Forest on PC and I think maybe some other shit but you're like on this island and there's a lot of underground catacombs and there's these monster demon things and it reminded me a lot of that you were saying that when we started watching it Mm -hmm. what it reminded me of is the first person Slenderman games that were coming out for a while I never got down on those but I saw trailers for them (laughs) they were they there were some pretty good jumps in those fucking games oh yeah (laughs) yeah Callie played them yes I watched her play them hell yeah yeah. Did she show you Five Nights or? No, that was, that was fifth grade friends. Now, if you want to play Five Nights at Freddy's, play the VR version. I'm okay. <laughs> no thanks. I'm really okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, B, what was your favorite in the movie? It, it's either the chick getting smashed or when George is playing the piano. Because I feel like it's... He he doesn't want to go down there. He he didn't want to go down there no. in the first place. So when they're getting chased by the cops and then he gets like stuck down well, there. Well, even like when he's first approaching the piano, it's the first time you see the that big of a smile on his face. It's like he's getting brings it back to his brother. Yeah, yeah. he's with his brother again until that key doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he just realizes. Yeah, he's just like oh shit. Where? What's going on? Mm. Yeah. Where? I feel like they all kind of did that too. And like, it's crazy how quickly they would snap into like the thing that meant that like it got a hold of them, you know, like almost like in Demon Knight or uh, yeah, the actual Demon Knight where, you know, he's like tempting them with these like let me in, let me in kind of uh. thing. The Their their hallucinations not only like trigger them so hard stimuli, but emotionally it grasps it grasps them to where they like to lose concept the fact that they're in these catacombs and that they shouldn't be seeing this stuff, but it's so fucking real to them that they're none of them even doubt it for a second. Yeah. They go full blown, mm. holy fuck, this is real. I'm seeing this because like seeing the seeing the piano. How would that? I mean, he's like, how the hell do they get a piano down here, right? But it, even that in itself to me would have been like. There is no fucking way they got a piano down here, right? And Especially see, if it was one that he that dude had when he was a kid. Exactly. When the time that those tunnels were built, yeah, <laughs> that piano wouldn't have existed. Exactly. <laughs> and the fact that that one key, obviously, and that that was like the first one that you're just like the oh. A four. <laughs> yeah. Um, when they see the little kid, um, when he's looking down, and there's no way in fucking hell that's his little brother. Well, I guess there was a way in fucking hell to be on the lair that that was his little brother. But in in reality, there's no way that was his little brother trapped under the water. But how quickly he, tra- he like he snapped into like, oh my god, that's him. He's got to fucking save mm-hmm. him again. He's he's not understanding the concept that, that you're gonna be seeing shit while you're down here, and you can't. That's what they they should have had like a a come to fucking Jesus meeting. All right, guys, we are probably in some kind of like hellish, legitimate reality right now. So yeah, whatever I like you it see, when don't believe fucking it. Fucking Papillon finally fucking flat out says it. Are we dead? Are we yeah, dead? That was cool, but they are not. They were still alive. Yeah, they were mortals they're, in hell. They're in, even though they're past the first level of limbo, they're neither living nor dead. Mm-hmm. At that point, yeah. Um, my favorite 
Yeah, I like the coconut head smash scene. But from just a co- shot composition, when she's returning the stone and the final look into the mirror that's there, how they shot that, and I just love the composition of it. Because that's a hard shot to fucking do when you're going straight into a fucking camera. Because even in a small setup like that, sure, she was wearing the fucking forehead cam. But if you're shooting that closely into a mirror, you have to hide a hell of a lot of lights behind you. And I just love the way they shot that. It looked was beautiful. Yeah, and I think you're you are at first you are searching for like a bigger gem or a stone before you realize it's a mirror. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, she's got to rip out this gigantic, or like maybe it's inside. Like I, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was clear, yeah, and it was like a clear crystal gem. And you're like, okay, maybe it's something inside, and she's got to like pick it out or something. And well, then, did you notice what the mirror was? The eye. Wasn't an eye. Uh, what did she originally pull it out of? Remember, she was giving that big, long, roundabout fucking speech the moon? about the sun and the moon. Yeah. yeah. sucks it up. The mirror was in a sun. Mm. Mm. So that is the new stuff, the real stuff. So it does tie back in as well. Yeah. It, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally, completely understood that all the answers that you're looking for are inside. And that's why you need to, like, meditate and shit. Fucking tap into your inner, or eat some goddamn mushrooms. You know, <laughs> you want to tap into some of that shit. That, and I'm not saying that. It, well, you know, this, this would be a real weird movie can... to watch. Tripping on shrooms. Oh Ooh, God, no, no, man, <laughs> I could not do it. I, I watched The Passion of Christ on mushrooms, and oh. that was definitely an experience that I guess I could say probably changed my life a little bit. Uh, maybe that's for why. the better or for the worse. Dude, I don't even. I didn't know there was a better. <laughs> <laughs> I just watch things that make me darker. <laughs> Fair. That sounds horrible. I saw Donnie Darko on Marshmallows once, and no. I thought you were going to say marshmallows. <laughs> My brain was marshmallows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> chubby bunny. Remember when you shove how many marshmallows you can fit in your mouth and say chubby bunny until you couldn't do it anymore? Yeah. Did you ever play that as a game? As a no. no. Oh, man. I can honestly say no. Is a missing out, chubby bunny. Saw the di- guy who directed this. I did not recognize his name. I'm actually gonna look that up real quick. I'm kind of curious to see what else he's done. Did you like his his visual style? Because I'm not gonna give him credit or the cinematographer credit because I don't think there was a cinematographer. I guess they were all DPs, name. right? Every single. I mean, unless they had a person following them. Yeah, I think cool. they maybe had like, I don't know, the body, the suit. The fucking mounts to your body. Or maybe it was all head cam. That's real. Oh, head cams are very much a real thing. Um, okay. They were all DPs. Oh, oh, oh. oh, okay, that makes sense. I think we got to give credit to the special effects people for the shit that they did. The vision, the story was cool, even though it was like you know already taken from a story, but their interpretation was tight. I mean, that's pretty much every movie, though. You're right. Everything's a copy of a copy, right? That's yeah. What Picasso said. No, he said, uh, good yeah. artists borrow, great artists steal. Yep. Mm. <laughs> He's not wrong. This is no. the guy who directed Quarantine, Devil, and the Poughkeepsie tapes. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Okay. 
I don't think I've seen any of those. Quarantine? We see. We talked about quarantine yeah. on. I think and was your I thought you've one seen of? Devil, the one that takes place all in an elevator. It's the one that M Night Shyamalan produced. Yeah, remember we talked about that with my mom, but I don't think I've actually seen it. Oh, maybe I need to. I could go and read through my list to see if I wrote it down, but I don't know if I've seen it. Huh. Well, that explains his style, though. He loves found footage. Like, if I'll try to track down a copy of the Poughkeepsie tapes. That was one that didn't get released because of the controversy behind it on the fil uh, film festival circuit. Yeah? It's a rough fucking movie, for, oh. especially for found footage. Rough, like, shittily filmed, or, like, the content is rough? Uh, content. Mm. It'd be pushing boundaries. Pushing boundaries. Yeah, we've kind of been pushing boundaries since, uh, I don't know, episode two. Two? So, yeah, <laughs> I'm content with, let's do it. That's, like I said, I only watch things that darken my soul. There's no baby rape in this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I don't know if I want to watch it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, this... So I do, I am genuinely curious out of all the, even the fatty ass list that you just had, why, why is this one that you chose that you want to do for, for this, this cast and your question. birthday? I was curious. You know, um. We could have party fucking monster. I we could have done don't worry. I know. I, <laughs> I sat there and I, I was like party monster. Why didn't I uh, choose party monster? But maybe because it like got me into the horror. Like, oh, more to horror. Okay. So I guess it, like, opened a gateway, right? Mm. There you go. And we can still do Party Monster in another episode, too. Uh, yeah, because uh, I can talk about Party Monster and just Seth Green and Chloe. And <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. It is definitely, I think, probably her favorite film of all time. I have Disco Bloodbath come on now. That's <laughs> so baller that I have the book. Like God, if I could get the one that James Saint or that, uh, yeah, well, we'll Seth see. Green was holding. <laughs> oh, he God. still got it. He has to, mm. or unless they were like, they it's just prop, like used, yeah, him. unless okay. they just used one of James's. I don't know. <sighs> Maybe if we get to meet Seth Green. Um, okay, so just because this one got you into the horror, so yeah, you're like, yeah, and it's a like, badass film, so it was, and it was awesome. It was just like something else, not like some, like I don't know, it's in the catacombs, you know. Yeah. So and what helps for like people that are new to horror, it's not over the top violent. Yeah. Just for that one sequence. Yeah, so. and there's not like a lot of jump scares or mm -mm. like stuff like it's that. It's very few and far between. They're good. It was good. I it, really it, enjoyed it. It's more atmospheric. It's very creepy if you aren't desensitized to like the paranormal or oh, like yeah, like course, evil. Yeah. Or, like if you're super religious or something or like yeah, because it, it out. oh hell yeah it would for it would, sure because mm -hmm. yeah. like I, I, this none of this scared me at all. I was I was on the edge of my seat because I wanted yeah. more. I wanted to see them get to the like I wanted to see, mm -hmm. I wanted the resolution so bad. I mean obviously there was. Like you said, a couple parts where I was like, oh, shit. You know, a couple, two, maybe three tops, maybe, where I was like, only one big one, but for the most part, two, like, little jump scares. And it's just because you're not, you know, that you don't expect it. That's well, the yeah. point. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I agree with Roxy. Like, if if this got her into it, then and she wasn't really a big fan, you know. That's, that, 
that's a mad respect thing. Like yeah. any like m- m- Halloween is what got me into the horror genre, which yeah. is why Halloween is my favorite movie of all fucking time forever. Um, so that any movie that brings you into a genre is always going to be your favorite in that genre. I think. No, yeah, because like kids. That brought me into indie films. Right. There you go. Um, uh, French films, two or three things I know about her. Right. That. Those are usually drama, though, right? I imagine the drama category. But that was Gummo. Gummo vibe. It yeah, it too. was drama, yeah. Technically, was... even Requiem for a Dream is drama. I'd say yeah. more psychological. We Psycho-dra- Googled it, though. It, it is. is. It's it is a, a psychodrama. Drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you also IMDb it, it also they put it under fucking horror for some reason. Mm. See, I that's a rough one. I could not categorize that one as. Horror. I can see why it would do horror for uh, the refrigerator. Well, it's one. Scene, <laughs> so it's less than five seconds of screen. And time. I guess right whenever like the digital, like the TV people come out, the supernatural is yeah. shit. But is it? Yeah, because that's where you're going to be crossing that line. Is it supernatural? Is it hallucination from the drugs? It is hallucination yeah, from the drugs. It's, that's what it's sleep it's deprivation. Yeah, yeah, she's so sleep deprived. Yeah. She's all fucking she's cracked out. All spun. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so we could do spun. That movie's fun I as hell. I love spun forever, but again, Miss Brittany Murphy. But again, seeing Brittany Murphy and Mickey Rourke just. I don't know. I shipped them so much, I guess, together. Like that, they were a cute couple and spun for some reason, even though they were so toxic. Yeah, they were. And in the end, it's just she has a kid and everything, you know, and she needs to get back home. That movie's badass. Definitely. I don't actually honestly don't know if I've watched that one. Spun. Yeah. Ooh, (laughs) that's a thrill ride. (laughs) Yeah, Spun's a good time. Like a great cast. John Logazamo's in it as well. Um, the the dude that's in Rushmore, and he's also in Slackers. Uh, he's the drummer for Phantom Planet. I never remember. It's Jason. Jason. Oh, fuck. Uh, Swartzman? No. Is it? Yeah. Um, I like that dude a lot. I, I, I would have left that one out if you wanted me to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I don't well, like that guy. Yeah, uh, I had a feeling. He did a good job, though. Yeah. He, he <laughs> he's a, a lot really of fun in that job. one. But he's great. He was also in um, the one with Ted Danson, Better Off Dead, maybe. Um, I think also so. Also Zach Galifianakis. I want to say he was in a movie with fucking... Oh. oh, Bored to Death. It was called Bored to Death. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. What's his name? The dude, the dad in Krampus. I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh. Adam something. Yes. Yep. Fuck. But he, that dude is in a movie with Jason Swartman called The Overnight. Okay. Sucked. I'm not going to say it sucked. It just wasn't what I was fucking expecting. Okay. It's like two couples stay overnight and they like start swapping couple. It's oh. fucking like a sw- It's weird. <laughs> Fair. Very weird. And I guess uh, those uh, people, the daunting people that are going to be, uh, we're going to interview. Yes. The two of them went and saw it with her parents. I'm like, that had to be fucking Ooh. awkward <laughs> as fuck. Speak about, uh, talk about being uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but I would, yeah, I'd recommend it for, um, I, I, me personally would recommend it for a lot of my people who are in like to cult stuff or occult things, people who are into paranormal, people who are into um, 
yeah, just kind of this, some of the the dark, the darker kind of jive uh, horror stuff. Um, in my book, I would I'd give this a ten. I love this a lot. I because yeah. cons- now keep in mind that when it comes to found footage, I've seen Blair Witch one the fuck time. I've seen Cloverfield maybe once or twice, and I and. I have seen, and you said the VHSs don't really count as found footage, but they do, right? They're in the they're found footage, but they're found footage shorts. Yeah, I've seen two of those, um, and that maybe that's it. But this one for me, oh, and Paranormal Activity, I, I guess that's kind of like found footage, just sort of. I don't well, it's found found footage, but. And they um, tried doing the Blair Witch thing when that shit came out. This really happened. No, it didn't. Yeah. Well, they said that when they'd go back to the house that they were shooting and that the doors were locked. Like, they couldn't. They had keys to them, but they, they couldn't get the keys in. And I say this. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just... <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is a 10 in my book. I, I would definitely watch this again. I would watch this and Hereditary, like, back to back. Jesse? I'd give it, like, an 8. I'd recommend it to my. I have a few friends that are really into like um, that paranoia because or paranoia. They're just really like they believe in that crap. I guess like hardcore Catholics. Mm. They're not <laughs> necessarily religious, but uh, they have it, a healthy fear of it. <laughs> yeah, like they love watching the uh, what are those demonic movies everybody likes right now? Um, Insidious. Oh, the Marvel, oh, the Marvel uh, films. The Conjuring. Oh. Yeah, they're big into the Conjuring films, and they like I, I they don't want to say it, but I think it's because they believe in that shit. So mm. that's fair. Which, I mean, you're fair too, but yeah, they, they would love that movie. Cool. That scared the shit out of them. Roxy? Um. Hmm. My peers. I think I could recommend it to a few of my peers. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure how many of my peers watch films. Because, like, this is a different type of film, I feel like. I think I could request it to Kimber, see what she would say. But uh, I don't know. I think I could... I don't know, though, for some reason, of, like, the beliefs (coughs) and stuff. Because I feel like some people... They would find it scary, but I don't know if they would know the meanings, right? Mm-hmm. They couldn't go dig deep and understand it yeah. like that. So it would just be scary to them, right? Straight up just mm-hmm. terrifying and what they're going through. But obviously, I give this a 10 out of 10 all the way. Cool, yeah. cool. Uh, B? I think I'll give it like an 8. Like an 8. Um, I just wish that they would explain the movie a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. you know, instead of having to dig deep. And but no, I really think it's a. I I think um, I don't know if I have any people that would want to watch this movie, not just because they're not into horror movies. Yeah. But no, yeah, I I think this is uh, it's a really good starter to get into the horror. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, it's a mellow. Yeah, advance yourself and then. <laughs> It's a good uh, test of the waters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely highly recommend the movie. Um, not just for horror fans, um, but because I think every time some every time you watch this, you're going to pick up something you didn't see the time before. And that's why this I want to watch it again. There's a lot of crap that going on in this movie, and yeah, it warrants multiple fucking mm-hmm. watches. But that's good because it has rewatch value, and that mm-hmm. makes the movie better. 
And like I said, it'd be, I recommend people that do watch it take a glance at Dante's Inferno because it's, will make, help you find the things that are hidden in the movie. Mm. Makes it a lot more entertaining that way. It's not that it's not entertaining without knowing that fact. Right. Um, but it helps put together some of those puzzle pieces. It helps put a lot of the questions together. Yeah. Um, I give it a 9 out of 10. Um, it's one of the few found footage movies that I actually wanted to see in the theaters. Um, and I've watched this movie over 15 times. Hell yeah. Um, obviously, it warrants rewatch time, so... Yeah. I love this fucking movie. Because nothing sucks when you watch a movie. You're like, I didn't really get into the answers, but in all honesty, I don't really give a fuck because the movie was, was shitty. Whereas this one's like, I get the answers, but I like to try to watch it again and try to see if I can figure out more of them before I go and Google it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't, like I said, you don't have to Google for the answers. Just it, Dante's Inferno is a very short portion of the Divine Comedy. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't remember exactly how many pages that, but I because mean, it's a poem. Yeah, but even like learning more of the backstory of the poem and you know more yeah. of, about the concept, the concept behind it, more than just the film, you know. Oh yeah, and actually, there, there's some other movies we can do that dive into the fucking uh, divine comedy. I'm down because Faust is in that, so like, yeah, there's some good fucking content coming out of that fucking book, so. and it's all hell related. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it. All right. Well, I want to say uh, happy birthday again to uh, my amazing daughter, Miss Roxy, um, or child, as I just <laughs> refer to her as. Um, and uh, I want to say thank you, B, for for being on. Man, it was we've had this talk so many times of trying to have you on it, and now we finally have the opportunity to get you here. And we're we would love to have you on like as many oh, times as, yeah, as no. you're willing to as you can, honestly. No, yeah, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I really love to do this, you know. And just whenever my schedule is free enough for me to do it, then hell yeah. Cool, cool. Hey man, same with Jesse, man. We love having you on. Oh, dude, same. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I like this. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Good movie choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for us both uh, being our first, I think we definitely. Oh, yeah, it. no, like, I didn't know what the hell this was going to be about, so it was yeah. good. Yeah, I kind of yeah. wish I did look around a couple times and see <laughs> some of the other people's reactions, but I was just so sucked into it because I wanted to see what was going to happen next. See, like, the only reactions I saw were you and Kristen because you were sitting, like, right in my peripheral. Mm. For the most part, I was just locked in the fucking movie. Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, but uh, I want to say thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, you know, thank you all. It's, it's it's amazing to have you know you guys doing these downloads and they just keep cranking away and we're gonna keep making these as long as we can and um, you know go go watch some movies that are gonna make you think and some psychological fuck up ones maybe some comedies some dramas um, go make some of your own fucking movies too Share make your own damn movie yeah <laughs> man let us let us uh, watch them you know send them send them to us we we've got an email now. Uh, is it uh, the movie pit podcast at gmail.com? Uh, yes, sir. I believe that it is. So, I mean, if you guys have requests or if you guys have shit that you made and you want us to watch, like, we love that stuff. So, send it our way. Um, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. Um, I'll catch you guys on the next podcast later. Later. Have a good night. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank uh, Jesse for joining again, B for coming the first time. 
Um, Roxy, happy birthday again. <laughs> um, to everyone that listens out there, like Seth said, I'm going to reiterate, I appreciate all, the down- appreciate all the fucking downloads. When I looked at it earlier this morning, it was just over 2540. So Hell yeah. I We're going to hit that 3K mark pretty quick here. Um, next week... Next week, I think we're going to go back in the realm of fun times for at least one or two weeks. Next week, Elizabeth Banks, Cocaine Bear. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. And the so. following week, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. If <laughs> it's out VOD style, we're going to cover that. Okay, one. cool. <laughs> so definitely tune in again next week when we discover Cocaine Bear. And trust me, you don't want to miss that one because that's going to be a very interesting conversation. So check it out again next week. Until next time, KDs. Thank you for listening to this, the Movie Pit Movie Radio. We hope you have enjoyed your time. to the Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast. The Movie Pit is produced by Ryan Boozer Johnson and Seth Chapman. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts may not reflect the views of RMJ Media Incorporated. See you next week.